What is up today's today crew? I hope y'all are having a phenomenal, phenomenal day. My name is Colton Trout. I'm the founder and CEO of the Today's Today movement here to help you crush your goals more consistently by crushing them on a daily basis. If you like the sound of that, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Make sure to take a screenshot, post it up on your social media and tag us at TTD. LF. I love to give everybody a shout out that does that. So make sure to go and do that right now. So today I have got a phenomenal guest with me. I have got Miguel. Um, did I say that right? Yes, you did. Yes. I Yeah. Okay, cool. I was so worried. I'm like, okay, I know I'm probably going to butcher this, but I'm so glad I didn't. But bro, go on and give yourself um, an introduction. Go on and tell us about who you are and what you do. Hey, appreciate me. Appreciate you having me here, Colt. My name again. My name is Mikhail. Um, I'm originally born in Ukraine. I came to United States back in 2001, so I've been here for the last 18 years. Uh, as of right now, I have a software startup company, and what we do, we focus on mobile applications. And besides that, I'm about to launch my own um, Shopify store and. Um, you know, very excited about that for the last couple of weeks. It's just been, just been kind of a crazy, crazy time because, you know, I spent a lot of my nights just kind of working on this and every single day, it, there's always something going on pretty much in every single hour. So uh, there are quite a few things going on right now in my life. So with a, with a startup company that takes a lot of my time and also with, um, with the Shopify as well. And um, I'm very much into uh, personal development and all aspects of life. I'm talking about physical, kind of like mind, body, spirit, if you will, from all three areas. I'd like to kind of improve as much as I can. Um, I'm a martial artist. I do Brazilian jiu-jitsu and Muay Thai kickboxing. At the same time, I spend a lot of time reading. (laughs) So there's a lot of stuff kind of going on. I like, I look at my time sort of as a, valuable very probably the most valuable asset because time is something that once once it's gone you cannot buy more of it like unlike money where when it's gone you can make more with time unfortunately it's not the case so i appreciate you having me over on your podcast yeah absolutely glad to have you on um and on that note of fitness totally really quickly i know we didn't talk about this at all when we were talking about what we were going to talk about you did the 75 hard challenge from andy frizzelia didn't you Yes, sir. Yeah. So um, if you don't mind talking a little bit about that, um, because that challenge is that challenge is lit. I love that challenge. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely, man. So I wasn't really planning on doing it, but I'm a big fan of Angie's. So the project that we're working on sort of hit uh, similar points that the 75 hard is trying to accomplish with people. So I really once I heard about it I'm like okay I have to do it and so here for those who don't know what this is all about basically it's 75 days straight it doesn't matter rain or snow you have to do it and what it is it's you have to do two exercises a day where one of them has to be outside you have to drink a gallon of water you have to read at the very minimum 10 pages you have to pick a diet that you have to stick to whatever the diet is it's totally up to you but once you pick it you stick with it you have to take a progress pick at the end of the day. And 
I believe this is it. So for 75 hard. And then you have three more uh, stages that will come after that, but that's a completely different topic. So yeah. for me, uh, it, was, it was a battle because I started it uh, back when it was still snow. I live in Minnesota. So <laughs> when I started, it was still like knee deep snow almost. So every time like after work, I would have to go out and you know get my outside workout done and uh, I would just wear my snow boots and it was just so <laughs> cold and miserable and it'll be blizzing oh outside. Yep, I have to walk through, but you know what? It's just I'm glad I did. And I finished it when it was already like 95 degrees outside, when it was heat, and instead of snow boots, I was wearing my shoe uh my running shoes that were like soaking wet from sweating. <laughs> I would be done with it. So it is crazy. And <laughs> I got to tell you, it didn't take me 75 days to finish it. It actually took me 105 days to finish it. And the reason yeah. why was because on a day 30, I realized that I forgot to take a progress picture. So basically, yeah. at the end of each day, you have to take a photo. And if you don't do something, you have to reset. Yeah. So I looked through all my pictures and I'm like, oh, shoot, I'm, I'm missing one. So I was stuck with this dilemma. I'm like, okay, do I just keep going? Because I hit everything else. I did my water. I did my diet. I did my exercises, this and that. But you know what I said to myself? If I finish, even if I keep going and finish everything else flawlessly, I still won't feel right about it. I'll, I'll think of myself as a fraud because I messed up. Yeah. So You'll remember that one day. Exactly. Exactly. So I was furious with myself, yet I restarted it. And from there, I just kind of hit it every single day. And for 105 days straight, it was, you know, it was tough, but it was so rewarding. I can't even tell you like what it does to you internally, not only the physio from the standpoint of physiology, how it changes your body, but it's the mental, mental aspect that changes forever. And yeah. to give you an example, um, it teaches you grit and confidence, of course, but the biggest thing that I took out of it is that if there is any kind of task in front of you, you're no longer thinking about it. You're just doing it. You're just hopping in and you're doing it automatically, regardless of what it is. And in life, it is very important to understand that every time there is something, some sort of a challenge that we're facing, if you start thinking about it, and you probably heard about it too, like you start getting in your head. You know, mm -hmm. you start coming up with all the excuses why you shouldn't do it or how hard this would be if you do it and what if you fail and so on and on. But with 75 hard, I've learned not to think, but just do. And it has changed, has changed my life. It was just amazing. Um, I've had a record sales month in my job. I've had, uh, like my body has transformed so much. I've met some incredible people over this time. I've read six or seven books. I think it was six books, six and six and a half or something like that in that That's time. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, I was able to finish some of the projects that I've started and, and never had a chance to finish it. So after 75 hard, I just kind of got on it and was done with it. So Andy was absolutely right. Like this, if you dedicate two and a half months of your life to this, it will change your life forever. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's one of those things. And so, and this is, I'm getting back on it because, so I've actually started three times. It has been so unbelievably annoying. Um, and, and like, it kind of, like you said, you know, there are certain tasks that it becomes just, you just do it. You don't think about it. You just do it. 
And exactly. so one of the, like the biggest struggles that I've had with all of the different traveling and different things that I've done is do just like doing it, right? Not having to think about it and just doing it. Yep. Um, so I'm actually starting it up again with three other people. I think we're up to three other people in the next week. Um, which I'm very, very excited to get back onto that game train and, and start it again. So, cause I got up to day 45 and, and then, then it was a progress pick. I forgot the progress pick. There you go. <laughs> so, and then I was like, Oh my gosh. And then, um, a couple of other people, a couple of days later, later forgot their progress picks and ended up starting over. And then we just stopped in the communication and then there was no accountability with anybody else which is always beneficial. And then that fell off on my own accountability. Oh yeah. yeah. So I'll be the first one to say that I have failed the 75 hard challenge three times, but I'm a resilient beep, beep, beep. Um, <laughs> and so I'm going to keep trying and keep doing until I actually succeed and do it. I don't care if it takes me like years to do it. <laughs> there you go, so. man. It's funny how it's the smallest uh, detail like a progress yeah. pick i mean technically it is the easiest thing to accomplish right yeah what does it take to snap a photo but that's the thing that would stop us from doing some of the major accomplishments yeah it's like always it's the small the things that lead up to the big things yeah so what do we learn from it you know it's just it's amazing it's the attention to detail it's the small subtle details that could make the big difference in your life yeah yeah, well, it's having that game plan, too, because I know like the the days that when I really struggled with it, it was typically because I wasn't on my game plan. So I one of the things that I coach people in doing um, like with this podcast is crushing their goals on a daily basis. Right. So I work out on a daily basis. I take my health very seriously on a daily basis. Um, and so when I would struggle during the 75 hard challenge or even really just struggling in general in life and in business, it's typically because I wasn't on my game plan. I wasn't scheduling out the things that I need to schedule out, putting them on the calendar and then holding myself accountable to actually going and doing them. Cause I think it's one of the biggest things is being entrepreneurs. There's nobody holding us accountable except for us which I think the 75 hard is really, really great at teaching people to do is to be self accountable. Very true. Very true. So it comes down to time management. And if you think about it, you and I and everybody else out there who's listening and you and the person you aspire to be, or I aspire to be, we all work with the same platform and the platform is time. And we all have the same amount of time. It's 24 hours in a day. Well, technically it's going to be less because some of it's going to be dedicated to your sleep. So let's hypothetically say you're sleeping for eight hours. So now you're down to, now you're down to what? Down to 18 hours? Am I? Mm -hmm. Okay. Or whatever it is. My math is really bad, but whatever time do you have left from the moment that you wake up to the moment that you go to sleep, this is the same amount of time that will be everybody else assuming they sleep the same amount of time. So yeah. now how you spend this time is what determines the quality of your life. You can invest this time or you can waste it, right? You, you choose how you're going to spend it. So it comes down to two things. It comes down to your choices and to your time management. So if you could figure these two things in your life, you will crush it no matter what it is, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're a student in college, whether you're a bodybuilder or you just a, uh, Someone who wants to be a good family man, good father. So it's just how you spend this time is what's going to determine. And this is one of the, you know, in my opinion, this asset is just irreplaceable. And I mean, it's not of an opinion, it's a fact because you yeah. cannot get it back. 
And to me, like I've been obsessed with this. And my obsession came from the times when, from way back from when me and my friends would spend our Sundays just uh, watching uh, NFL football on television. And it's funny because back then, like it was fun, but I started thinking that, hey, like someone would like wake up around 9, 10 a.m. and they would start getting like their fantasy football or something prepped up. And the games would usually roll in around noon or so, and they wouldn't stop until what's the Sunday night football up until like what 10 30 or so so from noon on a Sunday to about 10 30 you do nothing but sit on the couch and that's for a lot of us that's one of the very few days off that we get and we choose to spend that time that way and to me it just was fascinating how not only my friends and I were doing it but probably majority of the country out there were on it yeah so that was such a like to me it was something just clicked in my head it's like I can't like I can't waste this time like this anymore and you know I start thinking more and more about it and next thing I know I've I've created uh, this little idea in my head that's sort of turned into the software project that I've been working in for the last two years and we're getting ready to launch it soon but it's a it could be a conversation for a different time. I'm not here to talk about the product unless you want to know more. But for now, I just wanted to bring up the idea that this time is, is one of the tools. It's this asset that we have. And it's just, to me, it's just wasting time or quote unquote killing time. It's a sin. So you have to be very careful with it, in my opinion. Yeah, well, no, it's, it's, it's one of those things. It's like protecting your time. And I think I said this either on an earlier podcast or just in a conversation earlier this week. When somebody takes our phones, right? Like, let's say a random stranger just walked up to you and took your phone. What are you going to do? You're going to fight them, right? Or you're going to chase after them. You're going to try and take your phone back, right? right. We have that I- instinct of just like, no, that's mine. Like, give it back to me. Like, you can't take that away. But like we don't have that same reaction when someone is stealing away our time or even when we're stealing away our own time and just wasting it. Like you just said, you know, the people that watch football from noon all the way until 1030 at night and you just wasted pretty much an entire day um, watching football, which wasn't probably super productive. Now you can turn that into being super productive in different ways, but in the long run, like that's not super productive. And so you don't protect your time like you do your phone. And I think for a lot of people, like that's just a huge wake up call. Yeah, sure. To me it was, Uh, there is actually a really good quote by uh, Charles Darwin. And again, I'm not trying to, uh, (laughs) you're good. Kind of ideology on anybody or offend Christians or anything. That is definitely not my, uh, not my goal here, but rather I just wanted to point out uh, something from the standpoint of personal development and a purpose-driven living. So the quote goes something like this, a man who dares to waste an hour of his time has not discovered the value of life. Mm -hmm. And to me, it just kind of was the hidden right on the nail because those people who don't value their time that is so limited just simply have no purpose. They don't know exactly where they're going. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they want. They're just sort of drifting. Yep. In my opinion, they're just kind of sitting and waiting to die. That's the way I look at it. Because how else would you describe it? 
someone who does absolutely nothing with their time, I mean, oh, sure, you're going to relax a little bit. You're going to live in the moment. You're going to enjoy it. There is definitely a time and place for that. However, I'm speaking on the more a general level. Those people who waste their time live with no purpose. Yeah, well, and it even comes down to the lack of purpose is absolutely one of those things that is a driving force to create passion to go create action. But I think it is also the lack of vision for a purpose and the lack of character development into even wanting to go discover a purpose and wanting to create a vision. So there's so many different things and reasons why people do exactly that. They just wander through life. Yeah, everything's fine. I go to work, I go home, I eat, I watch some TV, I watch some Netflix, go to sleep, wake up, go to work, do this, do that. And nothing is done with any purpose. Nothing is done with any passion. Um, It's just not living life. Like we were not designed to just do that. Now there are certain people that are out there that that is absolutely perfect for them. They live life to the absolute fullest and that to them is living life to the fullest. That's absolutely awesome for them. If you're listening to this podcast, that is probably not for you. You are probably very entrepreneurial driven or business driven or just ambitious in any sense of the word. Um, And that would drive you insane because you know you have a purpose. You know you have a vision. You know you have a character that is going to be developed in order to bring your purpose and your vision to fruition. Like, Does that make sense? It definitely makes sense to me. (laughs) So I (laughs) wanted just to make this um, comparison. There was a really good book and uh, I forgot the name of it, but it was by Earl Nightingale. And Mm. I don't even think it was the book now that I think about it. I think it was one of his audio speeches that he gave. Uh, So who, for those who don't know who Earl Nightingale is, he was sort of like a pioneer of personal development. It goes back to like where the law of attraction idea kind of came from. Yeah. So he talked about this concept. Think about of a ship. Uh, There is a crew on a ship. The captain has the destination. They know exactly, he knows exactly where to go. The crew knows exactly what to do. So when they leave from point A to go to that destination, point B, wouldn't you agree that 99.9% they would get there? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Now let's take that same ship, only this time there's going to be no captain aboard, there's going to be no crew, we're just sort of going to start the engines and let it go. What do you think is going to happen to that ship? They're going to drift. They're going to drift if it's not going to end up somewhere hitting some sort of an iceberg or something like that, it'll just probably get lost in the sea. So this is the whole point. You sort of need to know where you're going. And that's really what purpose is, in my opinion. It's just you having a goal. It doesn't have to be necessarily something very noble. It doesn't have to be something so deep and meaningful, which is, if it is, more power to you. But purpose could be something as little as, I just want to be a better father. I just want to have better body. I want to read more books. I want to start my own business. I want to progress in my career. And whatever it is, it doesn't have to be something crazy, but it has to be something. And if you don't have that something, then what do you have? You have the time that you're going to end up killing, quote unquote, or wasting because you don't know what to do with this time. And that to me is just mind boggling. Yeah. And and so I would challenge that a little bit. Um, And just in the sense of, and from my personal experience, 
purpose is an underlying why on why we do something. Like you said, I want to, like somebody could say, I want to be a better father. It's an amazing purpose, right? Um, to be the best father that you could possibly be. Um, and I think that that could be a purpose. I think going and reading more books, it's not a purpose because there's no why behind it. Why or whatever the why behind reading more books could be the purpose, right? So I think it, purpose in general, if somebody wants to kind of lower it to, to that level, is it has to be a why behind what you're doing. Does that make sense? Like, would absolutely. you agree with that or? No, I absolutely agree. And I, you are right. What I, I was just trying to make a point that there's got to be some kind of a goal. There's got to yeah. be something that you strive towards. Absolutely. Yeah. A why. You don't just sit and read books for no reason. There's got to yeah. be a reason why. Are you studying for a test? Is this test going to help you get a degree? Will this yeah. degree help you get a job that you always wanted? There you go. So that's what I really meant by it. I didn't mean yeah. to just... You know, all you got to do is sit and read books for no reason. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. And I knew exactly what you were kind of talking about. I just want to make sure that the listeners and the people that are uh, engaging with this podcast really understand and grasp like what that purpose is. And that's that underlying reason on why we do what we do. Like for me, it's to liberate greatness. So I can do that in a thousand different ways, Right. But I choose to do that through a podcast. I choose to do that through Facebook Lives, through my Instagram, through my social medias, through my business coaching, uh, through the community that I coach, right? So I choose to do that action-wise and goal-wise when my purpose behind it is just to liberate greatness. So that's what I really wanted to make sure that that the listeners really grasp. Well, uh, you know, we all have, I believe, our own version of uh, what that purpose is. And oh, absolutely. In my, in my opinion, it is really, for me at least, the purpose was to become the best version of myself. And what it really means is, you see, we are given all these tools at birth. And they were given to us for free, our minds, our bodies, our spirit, our heart, our characters, our attitudes, and so on and on. Those are the things that were just given to us. And at the same time, those are the things that once they're gone, like you cannot really get them back. You can't purchase them back for the most part. So the way I look at things is just, what if you take all these tools that are given to you and you sharpen them, you're making them better, and then you use those tools to make this world a better place? Yeah. No, I would absolutely, absolutely agree with that. So, and I think one of the best things too, to help you do that is surrounding yourself with people that want to do that exact same thing. So it's like um, the saying, iron sharpens iron. So, yeah. Big time. Your surroundings, I mean, there's got to be a reason why every single entrepreneur surrounds himself with other entrepreneurs or a bodybuilder surround himself with other bodybuilders or, you know, the students sort of like to hang together and so on and on it's like like attracts like and and it's just the way i guess it's the law of universe perhaps yes yes um so one of the things that i want to kind of talk about and ask you so you know we keep talking about you know scheduling we keep talking about time management what is one of the best ways that you have found to do that on a consistent daily basis that has really allowed you to kind of grow your business to where it is today Sure. So what a lot of people like to do is use their Google calendars or Apple calendars or whatever calendar they have. Maybe it's a calendar and 
on top of their kitchenette, doesn't matter. The problem that I found with calendars is that they're sort of vague and they're, there's just too much kind of time and space. Uh, and what I mean by that is that your calendar, what it is, it's a day that turns into a week. It's a week that turns into a month. It's a month that turns into a year. And a lot mm-hmm. of people, the whole, um, uh, the mainstream idea is that you have to come up with that goal. Do you try not, this very big goal that you got to hit it by the end of the year or in the next five years. And then you take that goal and you break it down into smaller goals and the smaller goals you break them down into tasks and then you sort of like hitting your task and then you hitting the bigger goals and then overall picture sort of plays out. I'm not sure about all the listeners and yourself, but to me, I found it discouraging. It's sort of like you fighting this uphill battle where you can't even see the end. Mm-hmm. And even if you accomplish the things on a daily basis, you, you, you kind of see that the progress that you've made is so insignificant to where you want to be and it becomes discouraging. So what I found being useful is creating a game plan on a daily basis. I'm not worrying about tomorrow. I'm not worrying about next week. I'm not worrying about next month or next year or so on and on. Today's the day. My, my only concern is today's the day. Exactly. My only concern is what am I going to do today? What action am I going to do today? So the point is that you take your day, this 24 hours, you block out whatever amount of time you're going to sleep. Let's say it's seven hours or whatever it is. Now you're left with 17 hours. And that 17 hours or so, you're going to decide how you're going to spend it. So what I like to do, I like to pack as many productive activities in that 17 hours as I can and see how many of them I can actually hit. So for example, and you... I also like to gamify this thing. So I turn it into points and so on. So look at it this way. Let's say I have 10 activities for the day, whether it's an exercising, reading, making calls, or you know, doing this, this, and that. And if out of 10 activities, I only had seven, that means that I, I missed on three. So yeah. now, my, now my performance is at 70%. And now I would do the same thing for the next day. Let's say if I have eight activities and I only hit four, now I'm four for eight and now it's only 50% performance and so on and on. And I can compare my performances sort of on day-to-day basis. So to me, this I found being a little bit more useful because I actually focus on what's in front of me as opposed to what's I had a week a week from now or a month from now or a year from now or 10 years, doesn't matter. I mean, it's good to have that big dream. Don't get me wrong. It's good to kind of know which direction you're going. Like we were talking about it, being on a ship from point A to point B, from one point to another. But at the same time, you have to worry about what's in front of you now. And if you can crush those goals on a daily basis, those small tasks, no matter how insignificant they are, the fact that you're crushing them on a daily basis, not only will it move you forward, but at the same time, it's going to give you confidence and this feel of accomplishment. Uh, which in turn will give you more energy, more grit, and more mm-hmm. strength, if you will, to move forward with another day. And then you do it over again and again and again. So this is what I found being useful. And in a way, it's like a game. You know, It's a game of performance. It's a game of percentages. It's a game of choices. And it's a game of time management. Wow, this thing rhymes, actually. I should probably write it down. <laughs> <laughs> um, <All the> <laughs> so look at it this way 
for those who ever played a video game, I know entrepreneurs will always claim, I don't waste time playing games. Well, you have at some point, okay? So <laughs> really call them out. <laughs> yeah, calling everyone out out there with controllers in their hands right now. Uh, <laughs> think of any open world game. So something big, let's say like the Grand Theft Auto, where there's this character in this huge city where he can go anywhere and he can do anything he wants. And based on what he does the game sort of unfolds and you have all these choices, right? Like you can go and kind of like make money or you can go rob a bank or something and go to jail. The, the point of that is that everything that you do will have consequences and you're the one who'll have to live with those consequences. So now we're talking about personal responsibility, the extreme ownership, you taking full responsibility of your life, and realizing that you are where you are based on the decisions you made and how you spend your time. So if you adopt this mindset that you are the sum of your choices and that the time that you have in front of you right now and how you spend it will determine your future success, that right there is, was a game changer for me. And I believe if you do the same thing, it will be a game changer for you. Well, so and it's really kind of funny. So... This is pretty much a lot of it is really in line with the whole today's the day mission, right? It's a whole today's the day theme. It's the whole coaching program that I have. Um, and like you said, you're not worrying about yesterday. You're not worrying about tomorrow. You're not worrying about a week from now, a month from now. You're focusing on today and what can you do today to crush your goals. And so we take it with the Today's Today crew, we take it a little bit further. And I say that big goal that you have, right? What would you do if you accomplished that goal today? You knew that you were going to accomplish it today. You were going to achieve it today. You were going to win whatever it was today, right? What kind of action would you take? What kind of passion would you have? What kind of love would you give? What kind of connections would you be making? Who would you be talking to? Um, where would you be sitting? What would you be saying? Where would you be standing? What kind of car would you be driving? All these different things, right? And then how can you implement that into every single day you wake up and you get to say today's the day and you fill in the blank and you live life with that kind of purpose and with that kind of action? Because like if we think about the days that we all look at the days like weddings, anniversaries, promotions, birthdays, um, starting businesses, achieving a huge goal, you know, for you, you're launching your product. Like if you looked at it and said, okay, during those days, how much did you get done? An enormous amount, right? How much love did you have? An enormous amount. How much passion did you have? An enormous amount, right? And then that fire from that one day, how much productivity did that create for days to come just because of how much of a high that was? What if you did that on a daily basis? What if you had that kind of level of energy on a daily basis? What if you had that level of action on a daily basis, right? Like, does that make sense? Absolutely. This makes yeah. perfect sense that, to me. So that's the whole today's today kind of thing. That's a whole today's today mission is what if we achieve those big goals, not in 10 years from now, but today. And then we go from there. Yeah. Let me elaborate a little bit on this thing. Yeah, go picture, for it. Picture yourself being that person who you always wanted to be. Picture yourself of accomplishing that goal. Let's say maybe it's a certain house you wanted or a certain relationship or a certain body. In other words, 
there is a person out there right now who has exactly what you want. And chances are it wasn't given to them. Chances are they had to do certain things. They had to think a certain way. Maybe they had to feel a certain way, but most importantly, they had to do certain things. Still, again, will come down to actions to get to where they are right now. So the difference between you and that person, it's not necessarily what they have, but it's what they've been doing. Yes. Right? So it's putting yourself on that trajectory of getting there. Just because you don't have the result you want, that's okay. But the fact that you're moving towards that point makes it only the matter of time till you get there. So at this point, it becomes more of a matter of consistency and uh, motivation of getting there and really just how bad do you want it? So imagine if you, let's say you want to be this bodybuilder because it seems like it's the easiest example. Now, this is the person obviously who wasn't given that body. He had to work for it. So if you don't have that body yet, it's okay. But the fact that you're moving towards it, the fact that you're working out every single day and you're following the diets and you're you know, getting enough sleep and so on and on. If you were to do exactly the same thing as that person you aspire to be, now it's just a matter of time till you get there. But again, you have to do it pretty much on a daily basis. That's why today is the day, right? Yes. Yeah. And so I want to, I want to kind of comment on something that you said just a second ago. It's, and you had mentioned is like, how badly do you really want it? And I think there's a, that's been a way of thinking for years and 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 years. And I don't ever fault anybody for having that same level of thinking. You know, I even still have that same level of thinking in certain areas, like how badly do I want this? And, but I think there's a shift that needs to be made and a follow-up to that because it's not just how badly do you want it. I think it comes down to how clearly can you see it? Because I can want something really, 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 really badly, right? And I can still not really do any kind of action. Mainly because I can't see myself actually doing it or I can't see myself self actually achieving it or having it. So I think it comes down to how badly do you want it, but not only how badly do you want it, how clearly can you see it? Like if somebody's working on a fitness goal, right? Let's say they want to lose 10 pounds. How clearly can they see losing those 10 pounds and the results of losing those 10 pounds? Because I think if you can clearly see those results and you can see them for your life and in your uh, personal experience or whatever it may be, you're going to want it 10 times more. But not only are you just going to want it 10 times more, you're going to put in 10 times more action because you can see it so clearly. It's like the day before the today's the day right? So the day before, let's just say a wedding, right? Just because everybody can relate to this. Everybody's either thought about a wedding day, been to a wedding, seen a wedding, whatever it may be. The day before the wedding, the bride and the groom, they can see so clearly exactly what is going to happen the next day, right? So they're working super hard the day before in order to prepare to go make that day happen. But all the action that they're taking is because of how clearly they can see the next day, right? All that passion and excitement and love comes from how clearly they can see it. And so I think it comes down to how badly do you want it, but also how clearly can you see it that really leads to the action? What would you say to that? 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's a great analogy, by the way. Uh, yeah, so really, visualization has a lot to do with it. And funny that um, Andy Frisella was just talking about it on this podcast, too, that what it really does, like, if you just sit and visualize all day, obviously, the visualization itself will not bring the results. But what it's going to do, like, when you see something so clearly, it propels you to take that action. It motivates you more, like, when you can actually yeah. feel it. If you put yourself in the shoes of that person who already has what you want and you, you can kind of embrace that feeling, that attitude, that right there will motivate you to move forward and kind of go after it on a daily basis. And again, it becomes the matter of consistency of doing something like that day in and day out. And it may seem insignificant. It may, it may seem like a lot of uh, mystical kind of, you know, nonsense, but it's not. Mm -mm, it's it actually really not. Yep, yeah. it works. And it's been proven many, many times over and over again that this works. Visualization works if you work with it. Yeah, and it's really kind of funny too. So one of the things that I teach my clients to do is something called vision casting. Um, a lot of people, especially with the clients that I've worked with so far, some of them are kind of really hesitant to kind of go fully through the vision casting. So essentially what vision casting just in kind of a nutshell is it's a mix between meditating on your vision and then actually writing down and envisioning what you want to have. And so I've had some people that were really, really skeptical to actually going and doing this practice of casting their vision. And I had one lady in particular she, it was the very first week that we were working together. And this was the first step because I do the 10 steps to mastering your daily activity. So this was step number one. And we spent an entire week developing it and working on it to make sure it's crafted to the individual and it's uh, really ingrained into the individual. And so as she was doing this, the first week in, um, she closed a $1,000 deal. She hadn't closed a deal at all in her entire business, let alone a thousand dollar deal. And within the first week of her doing the vision casting, she created so much action and so much momentum into her business. She closed a thousand dollar speaking gig, which was phenomenal. And she came to me afterwards and she was like, Colton, first, when I first started working with you, like I knew I was really excited to work with you. But when we got on the vision casting, I thought you were a load of crap. Like, I was so annoyed with you. I was like, what am I doing? This is ridiculous. It's not going to work. Casting my vision, all this kind of stuff. Like, that doesn't do anything. That's a whole bunch of heebie-jeebie stuff. And then one week in, I'm doing this consistently, and I go close $1,000. And I get my very first speaking gig. I've been trying to do that for months and months and months, and I couldn't do it. But one week of just doing your first step, your vision casting, and just seeing where I'm going and having that clear vision of it, I go and close the $1,000 deal. And I was like, whoa. And she's like, now I know that it's not just heebie-jeebie stuff. Like, it's, it's really true. Like, you have to be able to clearly see where you're going. And you have to be able to pass that vision. I, I agree. Like, if this is just, it doesn't get more, more real than that. You, and it's funny that a lot of people just don't believe that. Still, the majority of people think that this is just a bunch of nonsense. And, and it's funny, like, we try to do things that very few people would do, no matter how silly, silly those things uh, sound, but it's that very small percentage of people that get to accomplish their goals versus the majority that's still sort of drifting without any purpose, without any vision, without any goals in mind. They're just sort of go with the crowd. They follow yeah. the herd. They follow this mentality of that, hey, well, my neighbor's doing it or a majority of people are doing it. That must be right. Yeah. Well, 
If you follow majority, the thing is you already know where majority is going to end up. Somewhere in the average field. And if that's your goal, then maybe you should follow majority. But if you don't want to be a majority, if you don't want to be average, if you want to defy the ordinate status quo, you have to try things that others are not trying. Because what's the alternative? The alternative is just going back to where you already were. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's a very simple. It just logically makes sense. If you want something you don't have, you have to do things that you have not been doing. Yes. Now, whether or not this thing's going to work, I don't know, but I know one thing not doing it didn't work. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. So again, how bad do you want it? What are you willing to try? Are you willing to fail? Are you willing to take a risk? Are you willing to sacrifice your time? Are you willing to be judged? Are you willing to, you know, go after it and push yourself out of the comfort zone? Well, that's the question you got to ask yourself. How bad do you want it? Are you willing to do all these things? So, I, you know, it just, it boggles me how a lot of people just sitting and waiting for some kind of a magic to happen, but they keep doing the same thing over and over and over again, day in and day out. And was it Albert Einstein says that the definition of insanity is keep doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Exactly. Well, I, I, I don't There's know so what else to Yeah. <laughs> So I, I just wanted to bring this up to everyone's attention. Guys, if you want to stand out, if you want the results that are not average, you're going to have to start doing things that, aren't, that average people will find silly and laughable and too hard to accomplish and just impossible to achieve. You're going to have to do it. You're going to have to push yourself out of the comfort zone. And you'll notice that once you actually do it, the opinion of those people won't matter to you as much once you actually push yourself out and once you start moving towards desired goal. But it will only be the case if you want it bad enough. Because when you want it bad enough, not only the opinion of other people will matter, but at the same time, the failures will not stop you. If you fail with something, you will get up and try again because you know that you will only fail if you give up. That is the true definition of failure is giving up. Yes. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. And I agree with all of that. And it's so, it's funny because as entrepreneurs, I think we hear that so often, right? I mean, we hear that saying of, if you want what you don't have, you're gonna have to do what you haven't done before, right? You're gonna have to get out of your comfort zone. And I think we hear it so often, it's almost like beating a dead horse almost. But I think it's, it's so crucial for people to hear it. It is so absolutely important for you to hear it almost over and over and over and over again, because hopefully one day or one time it'll finally click what it actually means for you and it'll go create a massive amount of action for you. It'll create a massive amount of success for you. It'll um, create a massive amount of thriving within your life, but only when we finally hear it and then believe it. And then, like we said, you know, want it bad enough and then see it clearly enough to actually go do something about it. So And take in massive action. Yep, yep. At the yep. end of the day, it's going to come down to that because you can meditate all you want. You can write stuff down all you want. You can visualize oh, yeah. all you want. But if you do not take consistent action on a daily basis, 
you're going to be exactly where you are. Which is and you have to take the focused action and the correct action as well. Um, you know, a lot of people will just kind of say, it's like, oh, we'll just take some action. And it's very true. You need to take, if you're not taking any action, please go take some kind of action, at least take some kind of action. But I think it comes down to, especially as entrepreneurs that have either been in the business long enough or are starting their business or have already started their business and are working on growing their business, it comes down to the right action that you have to take, the focused action that you have to take. So one of the things that I teach people is about DIPAs, right? Daily income producing activities. Like as business owners, we have to make sure that our business is making money because if our business isn't making money, then we're not feeding ourselves. We're not feeding our employees. We're not taking care of the things that we need to take care of in business first and foremost, because basically then we're just a charity and we're handing out, out a whole bunch of free stuff. Um, but so many people, they don't do that. They don't take care of their dippers. They don't take care of their daily income producing activities because they get busy with action that's really just busy work, right? It's just envisioning it. It's just writing it down. It's just talking about it, but it's not actually doing it. And so I think it comes down to not only just taking action, but taking the right action that's actually leading to a business that's growing or to a life that's thriving, not just one where you're thinking about it thriving we're seeing it thrive, but it not actually thriving. Yep. Makes perfect sense. I mean, there's definitely a difference between being busy and being productive. Oh yeah. It's fine. It's very easy to find yourself doing things that will not move you towards uh, your desired goal. So you made a very good point. I totally agree with that. So it, once you actually sit down and d determine what those action, action steps are, you'll realize that it's not that hard it's not that hard to figure out exactly which direction you need to go. What makes it hard is actually doing it because it's and easy for us to find excuses and get in our own head and just, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. makes sense. I think one of the hardest things about that is not that the actions themselves are hard or taking the steps is hard or finding the motivation is hard. I think the hardest part, and I don't think many people talk about this, is you have to leave your old self behind you in order to move forward, in order to grow your business, in order to thrive. Your old self has to be left behind. Your old actions, your old habits, sometimes your old friends, your old emotions, your old feelings, all have to be left behind in order for you to grow forward and, and grow the business that you want to have and then grow the life that you want to thrive in. Yep, and I makes, think a lot of people just don't, they don't talk about that. Because it's hard, you know, it is very hard to do. You made a very good point. If somebody's 30, 40, or even 50 years old, and they are accustomed of doing things a certain way, they're accustomed to, you know, thinking a certain way, they're so used to hanging out with the same people over and over again. Do you think it's that easy for them just to snap their fingers and change it overnight? Absolutely not. But this is where it's going to come down of you wanting it bad enough and pushing yourself out of that comfort zone and start doing things that you have not been doing in the past against the grid, against all odds, against your own will for the most part. But yeah. actually and doing it, that right there, it's probably like even this initial start that initial first step that you would have to take for example maybe it's waking up a little bit earlier or maybe sacrificing your saturday or friday or sunday nights whatever and do something productive with it like doing that step 
that initial step right there might be crucial to you. I mean, you have to start somewhere. So like once you actually take that first step and you see how hard it is, a lot of people just sort of fall back and they'll come up with a bunch of excuses. Ah, oh, you know what? It's not going to work like this, this and that. I'm just going to go back to my old self and sit on the couch and eat potato chips. But if you persist and you can only do it if you want it bad enough, if you persist, eventually you will gain grit. You will gain confidence to go further, but you have to persist in this initial bump, which yeah. will probably, well, different people have different uh, thoughts on it. Some, some want to say that, uh, you know, may take 30 days. It may take 60 days or 90 days, but for all, for us, it's going to be different every time, but you have to sort of get over that bump for whatever amount of time it's going to take you. And once you persist, you're going to find yourself on the other side where many people just don't, don't even dare to step into. Yeah, no, most definitely. Does that sort of make sense? What I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. It does. Um, so in closing, what is something that you would love to kind of offer advice wise to the people that are, that are listening? Well, uh, practical advice would be plan your days. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean planning it like 10 days ahead, 20 days ahead, a month ahead or a year ahead. I'm talking about planning today, like tonight, before you go to sleep, whoever's listening to it, do this to yourself. And thank yourself later. Before you go to bed tonight, plan out your tomorrow. And that's going to start with what time you're going to wake up tomorrow and what time you're going to bed. That right there is going to leave you with a particular amount of time that you can work with. Now, let's say it's from 9 a.m. maybe until midnight because you'll wake up at 9 a.m. hypothetically and you'll go to bed at midnight. So what are you going to do between that 9 a.m. and midnight? How many activities, productive activities, can you put in that will propel you towards the goal that you want to accomplish and see how many of those activities you can actually hit. Now, try to do this on a daily basis for three weeks. This is the game that a friend of mine played for a while. We would actually do the same thing and we would keep each other accountable. For three weeks, you would do nothing but every single night you would plan your next day and you're going to hit every single goal. And if you hit that activity, you accomplish it, you put a little W next to it like you want it, or if you miss that activity, you're gonna put L as you lost. You lost to yourself. And from there, you kind of move forward one day at a time, one day at a time, one day at a time. And if you actually persevere for three weeks, I promise your life will change, will start changing. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's even because, so that's that 21 day mark. 21 days is what it takes of consistent, consistent action in order to go create massive amounts of momentum. And that's when you really start seeing the results. So yeah, no, that's actually something that I talk about within my clients that take on the challenge of the today's day. Like after they're done with their coaching, we've gone through the 10 week program with them. um, And that's one of the challenges that I do is like, all right, 21 days. I want you to do this every single day and then we have what they're going to do and we have that all planned out. So no, that is, that's absolutely totally awesome. I a hundred percent agree with that. Uh, for those that are listening, if you need help with that, if you're just like, I want to do that, I have no idea where to start with that. Reach out to me. Uh, that is literally what I coach people on doing. That is what I help entrepreneurs create for them to create 
the consistent action to create the game plan to create the massive amounts of success that they want to have by crushing their goals on a daily basis. So if you would like any help with that, please feel free to reach out to me. I do have some free stuff if you need something that's free, or we can talk more about one-on-one -on -one coaching or even a group setting kind of coaching. I love each and every single one of you. Thank y'all so much for tuning in with us today. Make sure that you hit that subscribe button and make sure to go over to iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Leave a review, leave a five-star rating if you enjoyed this, if you got some kind of value out of it, and then make sure to share it with a friend because we all have somebody that we know that needs to hear this message, that needs to hear this podcast, that can really resonate with this podcast. So like I said, love each and every single one of y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in and stay tuned. Make sure to hit that subscribe button because we're going to be back with so much more uh, information, so much more value, so much more tools and tricks on how to crush your goals on a daily basis.